Hello again. Okay, today's episode is all about why you don't need more nutrition strategies. What do I mean by this? Well, a lot of times I get messages from women saying, just just tell me what to eat. Just tell me what to do and I'll do it. And while there is some like good to that, right? We 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 don't want to have more things to think about. <laughs> I understand that. Um, the truth is you already have access to any program you want out there that will tell you exactly what to eat. And I'm guessing that you've probably tried a lot of them (laughs) and it didn't go well. So we are going to be diving into this topic of, well, let's say you want someone to tell you what to do. What do I think about that? And what could we do instead? So Let's dive in. But before we do, um, don't forget, we're getting closer and closer and I'm really excited. Make sure if you um, are struggling with food obsession and thinking about food all the time, I have my free new resource for you, um, the guide to not obsessing over food anymore. (laughs) Um, And, you know, I'm really good at naming things. We've got a guide to help you transition from dieting to more of an intuitive eating practice. And I also have a free mini course on overcoming emotional eating. So look no further if you want resources to help you in the process of becoming a woman of wellness and living the lifestyle of wellness that you want. Um, you've got the support that you need here. So Make sure if you can grab all those links to those in the um, show notes, as well as we've got our free Ditch the Diet Challenge coming up. Ooh, just a few short weeks. Make sure you get on the Food Freedom Waitlist um, to hear more about that. So um, a womanofwellness.com forward slash food freedom. Well, let's jump into the episode. Welcome to the Woman of Wellness podcast, a show for the woman who wants to make peace with food, love her body, and find joy in exercise and movement. I'm Elizabeth, exercise physiologist and women's nutrition and wellness coach here to spread the message that it is absolutely possible for you to enjoy food, exercise, and your body without guilt, shame, or regret. To the woman who is fed up with dieting, feels trapped in a body she wishes she could love, or who lets food and fitness rules overtake her life, it's time to put a hard stop on diet culture and discover wellness within. My friend, you are already a woman of wellness. Your worth is more than a number on the scale. You are worthy of showing up in love for your body today and every day. On this podcast, I want you to show up as yourself, beautifully imperfect and gain confidence to accomplish anything you set your mind to. I believe that every woman has the gift of knowing what her body truly wants and needs within herself and I'm here to help you discover it. Join me each week for conversations about food, fitness, weight loss, and wellness to help you achieve your goals and love taking care of your unique body. It's a lie that wellness has to be hard, painful, and downright miserable, and I'm ready to link arms with you and experience the joy of wellness together. Okay, my friends, so today we are talking about how basically why we don't need more nutrition strategies and and what we do need instead and what's actually going to help us. And really my goal of this episode is to help you come to a conclusion for yourself that it's not another perfect plan that's going to help you achieve the perfect weight loss or 
the perfect lifestyle. Um, and I'm going to help walk you through what it is that you're missing. There's, there's good things to those plans. And I'm not, I'm not here to say they're all bad or evil or anything like that. I think there's a lot of great things to some meal plans. I've been in a meal planning membership before. Um, and like, I, I think there's a lot of good things, but I think we tend to rely on them so much that we don't, we forget to kind of remember that we can meet our own body's needs. So hopefully I'll make this episode a little short and sweet for you today. I know the last couple have been kind of long. And so I want to, I want to, um, honor your time today. Um, but okay, let's look at a typical scenario here. This is a typical scenario that I hear and, and I've been, I've been in this scenario. Okay. I just want someone to tell me what to do, what to eat, how to exercise, how much to eat, um, when to eat, where to eat, like all of those things. Right. And it like diets work at first, it usually helps you get where you want to go at first. Right. Like it, it's actually usually takes a load off. It, it's usually kind of like it releases a burden. Okay, great. I don't have to think about food any longer. So that makes sense, right? We get really excited about the concept, the idea of, well, I don't have to think about food. Somebody's just going to tell me what to buy. Someone's going to just tell me what to eat, how much of it to eat and all of that. So of course it sounds awesome. Doesn't that sound awesome? It, like, of course it's enticing, right? So it's fun and it works. And then we hit snags. We'll call them snags. We hit snags where, you know, people like we either um, find ourselves hungrier than what we're supposed to eat. So we're like hungry, but we can't eat any more food. Maybe we find ourselves not wanting to eat the particular food that's on our meal plan that week. Um, and so we eat it and then don't feel satisfied by it. Um, what else usually happens? We don't like, maybe we have family members that won't eat it. So we end up making more food anyway. Maybe we're busy and we don't end up preparing it enough. And so we just end up grabbing food and screwing off, like, like messing up the diet, um, all over. Yeah. Right. Like kind of quitting and just saying, oh, I've screwed up already. I'm just going to keep going. Right. We, I already messed up the meal plan. So it works until it doesn't work. And then you're right back. Remember our diet cycle. We're right back where we started again, right back to the, oh, I just don't want to have to think about food, but like, I can't handle eating another boiled chicken or, or whatever. Right. We, we get back to where we started of, okay, I'm obsessed with finding the right plan or I'm full of defeat because I can't seem to follow anything. I can't seem to follow it. We end up back where we started in food obsession mode again, obsessing over how we're going to get it off our plate and be done with it. And that's a so this is a big reason, like I, I'm not a dietitian, so I don't write like caloric based meal plans. That's not within my um, scope of practice, but I could easily write like sample meal plans and suggestions and things. 
And there's a reason I don't do that consistently. Like I've, you know, we have some um, things in food freedom, some suggestions and things like that. But um, there's a reason that I don't write meal plans because having food freedom is all about creating a sustainable relationship with food. And a lot of times meal plans don't take into account our own desires and sometimes our own needs. For example, I love food variety. I do not like eating the same thing every day. I actually really struggle because I like a lot of variety. I I do not even like, like we've been trying to do the same breakfast throughout the week, like Mondays are cereal days for my kids and Tuesdays are cheesy eggs and Wednesdays are, um, I think overnight oats and Thursdays are smoothie bowls. And like, we've just been kind of rotating and I'm getting to the point where I'm like, gosh, I'm kind of sick of that too. <laughs> so one of my core values in my food freedom in, in, in what the food freedom definition means for me is variety with food. I like a, a bunch of different things. I don't like to eat the same things over and over and over again. And that's not always taken into account with a meal plan. Have you ever seen a meal plan that's like you eat the same breakfast for like seven days in a row? <laughs> it's exhausting. But on the flip side, I also know that some people, one of their values is not variety, right? Like they could eat the same thing over and over again and be fine. And this is where this concept comes in is that Food freedom is not about never thinking about food again or never having to think about it. It's about having the relationship that's sustainable that you want to have. These, these meal plans are missing big pieces, right? They're missing elements like satisfaction with food. What satisfies you? And we talk all about this in food freedom, but like we talk about, you know, do you tend to be, do you tend to like warmer, harder, hardier foods? Do you like lighter foods? Um, are you, you know, do you like more meats? Do you like salad or do you like your vegetables cooked? Like there is a huge component of satisfaction with our meals. And we're, we're, when we're not satisfied with our meals, we will go looking for satisfaction elsewhere. And it usually comes in the form of an indulgence and a binge and a guilt, Right because we're not satisfied with what we've eaten. Even if technically it met our caloric needs or what the diet told us, we leave feeling unsatisfied. So the answer to the food, like I just don't want to think about food discussion, is that we don't have that option. I guess unless you like have a personal chef and you can like, I don't know, you're probably not listening to the podcast if you do, but... Um, if you have, you know, if you want, you have to eat daily, multiple times a day. And so we can't just ignore food. We can't just ignore food. We have to find a way to have a good relationship with it. And that's important. It's important to have gather information about what you like about food, how you want food to be for you in order to have that good relationship. 
And those meal plans are um, deficient in that way because it doesn't take into account you and the lifestyle that you want to live. Do you want to go to Chick-fil-A or a restaurant on occasion and enjoy it? Or do you want like one or two nights a week where you eat out because you enjoy that? Well, you know, where does that always fit in, right? It fits into your own food freedom definition. So we've been talking on the podcast about why, on the last couple episodes, about why dieting causes weight gain and how to transition away from dieting to intuitive eating without losing control or giving up on food. And this is just another continuation of that. Like we're just continuing to go, okay, I want to, you know, I want to get off the dieting cycle and the dieting roller coaster. I want to start trying intuitive eating, but I feel like the only thing I know, I, I, I only know how to eat if somebody tells me what to do, because that's just been my experience. And so I want to help you now see that you don't need another nutrition strategy. I could, I could write any person here a nutrition strategy easily. In fact, I used to do it. And this is what brought me into this world of, uh, you know, this is what made me go back to school for my master's in wellness coaching and, um, you know, brought me into the field that I'm in because I used to work as a personal trainer and I used to give people exercise plans and, um, quote, meal plans, like menu plans, basically. And on paper, right, in, a, in, a, in science, if they followed it, it would work. But they'd always come back and say, well, I didn't do it. Life got in the way. I couldn't keep up with it. I Whatever. You know, there were always different excuses. And what I realized is it's not about the strategy. Strategy strategy plays a role. That's That's definitely... Like we want to make sure that that's in there. Strategy does play a role and it's important, but it's not the only piece. And so often people use that as the only piece, right? It's not the only piece of the puzzle. So what is the rest of the puzzle? Because if you're just turning to say, I just want strategy, the experience that I've had in working with hundreds of women is you won't follow through on it. And you probably have a lot of experience and evidence that you've probably done the same thing in the past, right? Or you haven't followed through. So I want to suggest that you, you know, remove some of those beliefs that you have that you just need another strategy and open your mind to this new idea that you can combine strategy with a lifestyle-based approach to help you achieve food freedom and whatever that looks like for you. Okay. So we're going to be talking about what I call the pendulum swing. And if you are a season, if you've been around here for a while, you know, I talk about the pendulum and the pendulum is basically a swing, right? And think about when you're swinging, when you swing from one end, like let's just pretend you're being pushed on a swing, right? The harder you push, the higher you go in one direction. And then you go higher in the next direction, right? And so the the harder you push, the, the more you swing in one direction, the more you're going to come back in the other direction. If you're swinging slower, you're not going to swing quite as far in that direction and you're not going to swing quite as far in the other direction. 
Okay. So this is, this is what we call, you know, our pendulum swing in the dieting world. Too far on one side means we're being strict, right? We're super strict. We're following the meal plan. Exactly. Um, we're probably seeing some results, but like, we're probably not very happy, right? Versus then we swing all the way to the other end. Usually when we give up on the diet or just like decided we can't handle any dieting and we swing all the way to the other end to say like, screw it. I'm just going to eat whatever I want. I can't, I don't have any willpower. I don't have self-control. This is just who I am. I have to accept defeat. And like, or even just like this, this idea of like freedom, I can do whatever I want, whenever I want without regard to health or, you know, any of that. And so we swing from like really, really strict to like no responsibility. And the truth is we need a balance of both. They both play a role. So you know, we, we get sucked into this idea that if I just find the right plan, I'll succeed. Well, that's swinging all the way to one end, right? How many times have you found that right plan? But what happens just like that swing, it has to come back. And if you've swung really, really, really far, that swing is going to swing all the way really, really, really far the other direction. Do you have examples of this in your life? Think about that for a minute. You probably do. Where the more strict you were, the more you restricted foods and all of that, the more you swung the other way. And I, I know this because especially in college, I had, um, I remember, you know, we had, I was in with a bunch of dietitians and they were eating some foods I didn't even recognize. <laughs> they were like really, really healthy foods. <laughs> and I remember thinking to myself, like, that's what I have to eat to be really healthy. And it felt overwhelming because a lot of those foods, like I was raised on canned beans, canned peas, and canned corn. And, um, you know, it was really hard to kind of like move in that direction. And I just felt overwhelmed and I would like try to swing and I would try, um, you know, try to like get, um, try to be perfect and all of that. And it just didn't work. It would swing all the way to the other end. And this is what I spent like my first part of college doing is just like feeling like that was the only way. So I had to follow it. And then I didn't, and I was hungry or I didn't like the food or whatever. And I swung all the way back and just like ate the brownies, you know, and all of that. So we need another plan, right? We need another, we need another direction. If it's not another nutrition strategy or a specific plan, or we could call it diet, what is it that you need? I want to bring that pendulum analogy in here and help you find that happy middle, that balance with the pendulum where we're not swinging so far on either direction. First, we need to find a balance with all food. And I'm specifically talking about emotional balance with food, recognizing that all food is available to me and I have control and I feel safe in being able to manage eating it and not feel like I'm going to be out of control, right? The diet says, eliminate all the bad foods. Don't eat them. They're bad. And then when we swing all the way back, we then eat all the quote bad foods. We need to find that middle. All foods are available to me. And then the second thing is to find balance with nutrition. So all foods are available to me and I, and I, and I'm a, I'm emotionally safe with that concept. 
Now we need to find a balance with nutrition. Well, I can swing all the way to one side and be super strict and eat all the vegetables and never eat a treat or anything like that. Or I can swing all the way up the, to the other side and eat junk all the time and feel miserable all the time, right? Where's my happy middle? We need to find a balance with understanding nutrition, right? Understanding the principles of nutrition. That's not dieting. And some diets actually, well, quote diets, actually teach a lot of great like they're, they have a lot of good things in them, right? A lot of times they do include fruits and vegetables and fats and all of that stuff, right? Like we're not bashing on, on all of it, but what we're saying is we need to find that balance. So we need to understand the principles of nutrition while also honoring our food freedom vision, which may require us. I don't even like the word require, but like helps us make choices that align with that vision helps us make nutritionally appropriate choices number three is to find balance with meal preparation we need to find a balance with meal preparation so on one side (laughs) meal prep all the time i remember oh gosh i i just have memories that some of them are long ago of me like preparing like those meal prep containers full of like my whole week's worth of food. I just was like, I'm going to prep everything ahead of time. And it was exhausting. And I didn't even eat all of it because some days I didn't want it. Like I just didn't want what was prepared. And I was so strict about it that I would just prepare. Like I just have visuals of all these containers full and like what I was going to eat each day. Do you have that? That's on the extreme end, right? Versus the other extreme end of I'm just going to ask myself what I want every day and see what happens. Well, we also need an element of preparation, right? So you don't need another strict plan, but you also need some level of preparation that meets your needs. Number four, we need to find a balance with weight loss. And body change, right? With the diet, it's all hands on deck, all in, miserable, weight loss, get this, get this weight off me, all of that. And then on the other side, it's typically overeating, weight gain. I I just can't handle it, whatever, right? Or even just like releasing that. Well, where's the balance? Maybe I step into some weight loss for certain time periods. And I say, okay, for four weeks, I'm going to get myself to 70, 80% full. And I have a full strategy for this inside food freedom. But, um, you know, we, we talk about like, okay, weight loss isn't meant to be pursued all the time. It's not meant to be pursued all the time mentally or physically. Okay. And how often are you living in weight loss mode in your brain all the time, all the time? All you're ever thinking about is weight loss mode, regardless of whether or not your actions are following suit. You're thinking about it all the time. Our bodies are not meant to be in weight loss mode all the time because it's essentially a a deprivation. And with the dieting, it's an extreme deprivation, right? So we have to find this balance with weight loss. I'm going to step into some intentional weight loss for a few weeks and I'm going to maintain 
Or maybe I'm going to change some of my habits and see if some of my weight loss can be a side effect of that. Those are both scenarios that happen and that work. We've got to find this balance of I can accept my body where it is while also working to change it. But when we're holding on so, so, so tight to that weight loss and we're strict and all of that, what happens when the pendulum swings? We lose that progress, right? And the last one I had to throw in just because it's important is to find a balance with movement, right? So often we say, just give me the perfect movement plan, like the exercise plan. But if I told you to go run because that's what I like to do. And you're like, I don't like to run. It's not going to matter. So we can go on the extreme and say, well, CrossFit's the best form of exercise for anyone in the whole world <laughs> or whatever, right? If you want that physique, maybe you have to do CrossFit. And there's some truth to that. Like there is some truth about, you know, if you have a particular physique that you're working toward and it's extreme, sometimes there have to be extreme approaches. Um, but I don't think that's where we're at. We, we want changes. Um, but remember that they're the, the habits always have to match the outcome that we want. And so we can ask ourselves, like, do I like CrossFit? Yeah. Okay. Like it doesn't really matter. I'm not bashing on CrossFit. I'm saying it's a, it's a fantastic way of exercise. But if I told you to go do CrossFit and you didn't like it and you didn't enjoy it, what would it matter? it wouldn't do anything for you because you'd quit. So we've got to think about our pendulum and say, well, where is that balance for me? Where do I want to be? So I want you to take these things. So we, I'm going to repeat them again to find balance with all food, mostly emotionally, right? Feel safety with food to find balance with nutrition principles and strategies to find balance with meal preparation to find balance with weight loss or body change, and to find balance with movement. And I want you to ask yourself the next time that you're you're wanting to, you know, get on another strategy or whatever, I want you to ask yourself, what is it I need to learn about this and where do I want to be on the pendulum? Where do I want my pendulum to be? So let me give you an example. My pendulum for my lifestyle of food freedom and wellness and my vision as a woman of wellness is I work out most days of the week. Like I exercise most days of the week. I try to move my body regularly. I don't have particular days at this season in my life. I don't. Um, I, I definitely have, I'm a little more intuitive lately and it, it's just been what I need. Um, and I'm going to explain to you like how my pendulum shifts sometimes. Um, but right now, my, my movement and my food is just to support the lifestyle that I want to live. I eat so that I'm fueled to show up here in this space and for my kids and my family and to be able to you know get a workout in, in the, most days of the week. And sometimes it's 20 minutes. I'm not sitting here saying it's crazy or anything like that. And it fits my lifestyle because I'm able to go do the things that I love to do. And one of my main lifestyle goals is that I can go out in the mountains whenever I want and be able to trail run and um, hike and just like have a lot of fun. And I keep my body 
in a space where that's just my lifestyle. Okay. Well, occasionally, maybe I will step into some weight loss. And that means that my pendulum is going to get a little bit more, a little bit more strict, I guess you'd say for a little, for the time being. And I'm a little bit more aware. Um, I'm more intentional about my choices, right? And I know how to recover from that. I know how to maintain that weight loss. And just knowing that like our bodies are going to ebb and flow in different seasons and all of that, that's okay. Like it's not a big deal. Like our bodies, our weight will change and it will fluctuate. Okay. So let me give, that was a kind of a silly example, but let me give one, one more example. I have a goal um, at the time of recording. I haven't done it yet, but once you guys hear this, it will be finished <laughs> because it's next week. Um, I am running a trail race and I haven't done a race. I haven't done a race for a long time, actually. Um, and I, this year I have like, I've kind of really been interested in, in pushing myself a little bit harder this year. Um, and, and that's okay. Like, it's okay to have years where you're just, I have a three-year-old and I'm telling you, like, it took me three years to recover from her pregnancy and birth and first year of life. Like it just took my body some time to recover. And nobody tells you those stories. <laughs> nobody tells you that it's okay for things to take time. I wasn't excited about, you know, doing a race for a few years. And it's not something that I always do, but this year I have really been excited about being in the mountains more and running more and all of that. So anyway, I decided that I was going to do this trail race and it's really hard and I'm super nervous about it. Um, and I will probably be hiking most of it and not running it, but, um, it's like 2,200 vertical feet and it's like six miles and it's, it's, it's definitely out of my comfort zone. And I kind of did it for you guys, <laughs> um, and for myself, but like, I was thinking like, I, I want to be an example of, you know, pushing outside of our comfort zones and doing things that feel hard. And this is something that feels hard for me, especially after a few years of really just like not, not doing those kinds of things. I don't know. Um, so anyway, right now on the pendulum, I guess you could say I'm a little bit more on the strict side in my training. I've got to get out in the mountains at least twice a week. And then I'm doing, you know, other strength training things to help, you know, strengthen my legs and all of that. Um, and I was on the stair stepper the other day at the gym, like trying to <laughs> climb a mountain basically. And I've been, you know, getting out, I've had to make plans. I've had to make priorities to get in the mountains. I usually have to go with someone because you don't want to go in the mountains by yourself all the time. And that takes work. And I have had to like put in a lot of effort to train for this and I'm going to run it and hopefully things are going to be great. <laughs> um, and then my, my pendulum is going to just kind of return to that balance. Again, it's going to be a little bit less on the strict side. I'm just going to go in the mountains for fun and, and not, you know, I'm not, I'm not training for the, at the, at the moment, I'm not planning to train for anything else or anything like that. Um, and I just want to maintain what I like to maintain. So recognize that your, your pendulum is going to always be swinging. There's never a happy, there's never a dead center middle. 
you're always working to find that balance, but it's going to change as your goals change, as your lifestyle changes, right? And so just remember that. And I would say a lot of my lifestyle right now is a little bit more on the other end of the free, on the, on the um, pendulum where I'm a little bit more um, calm about my food right now. Um, I was being kind of strict with some things that I was trying to figure out, um, just with my body and all of that. And, and I needed a little bit of a break to, in trying to figure that out. And so I, I gave myself a little bit of leeway and anyway, without going into the whole story, um, I've been a little bit more relaxed about it and it's where I needed to be. So just know that like, you're going to swing and you're goal is to empower yourself to make the decisions that support the lifestyle that you want to live. The intuitive lifestyle approach is all about gathering skills to find your happy balance and it looks unique to you. Right? We have um we have a story, I love this story in in our uh, wellness academy one of the women, and you're probably listening to this, loves Chick-fil-A. And she's like, if I have to go off Chick-fil-A, I'm for sure not doing whatever it is. (laughs) And I said, that's awesome, right? Like that's a value that you have and finding another nutrition strategy that doesn't include satisfaction with food, right? That doesn't include that happiness and that balance with food that you love. It's not going to serve you. You don't need another nutrition strategy. Instead, next time that that mentality or that thought comes up and you want to follow a strict meal plan, I want to I want you to empower yourself to ask better questions and find that balance for you. That's what I want you to do. Find that balance for you. When you say, "Oh, I just want to not think about food. I just want another meal plan." plan ask yourself why. Where is this coming from? Am I overwhelmed? Do I need to gather certain information? Do I need to learn more about nutrition? Do I need to start listening to my body a little bit better? Do I need to be a little bit more prepared? Do I need to buy food that's already cut up for me because I'm in a busy season? We can't eliminate food from our lives. If somebody figured that out, they'd be a billionaire. Instead of trying to Take the responsibility away from yourself because that's what we do when we go on a diet. We, we have something or someone else to blame when it doesn't work, right? Instead of trying to do that and say, I don't want to think about food. I just want someone to tell me what to eat. I want you to ask yourself better questions. The quality of your questions determine the quality of your lives. Step into a level of empowerment to say, okay, I recognize that this is a big swing on the pendulum. What will help me get back to the middle? What do I need? Do I need to learn nutrition strategy? Like, do I need to learn about what, like, balance of foods? That's a great thing to learn, right? Do I need a nutrition, like, to understand nutrition strategy to then implement my own nutrition strategy, if that makes sense? Do I need a day of week where I prepare? Do I need to learn a little bit more about like how I can meal plan to fit my life. And that's one of our bonuses inside Food Freedom is um, menu planning for intuitive eaters. So I teach you how to meal plan as an intuitive eater and a good guideline on 
what foods to eat, like what foods serve what purposes and like how you can eat for your unique body and all of that. Um, so hopefully you'll join us in food freedom because we've got those resources for you. Um, but I, I really, I wanted this episode. I, I hope the outcome for you today has been okay. I don't have to go looking for another perfect meal plan. I can learn what I need to learn and I can start implementing those things. We don't have to, we don't have to do it all at once. We don't have to do it perfectly, but I can start implementing little things at a time to match the lifestyle that I want to live. And you have all the resources available to you here. We've got free resources, right? All of those, um, all of those free resources, the podcast here. Um, and we also have, you know, our food freedom program to help support you in that as well with healing that relationship with food and knowing how to implement food in a practical lifestyle. Okay. I, another lovely episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it really helped you open your eyes to why I don't just write meal plans for people because we are going on a deeper journey here. And sometimes that's hard to hear, but also it's that journey that helps heal from the inside out. We heal from the inside out. We create change from the inside out. And when we learn that, we'll get where we want to go so much faster because we have built a sustainable approach. Thank you for joining me today and I will be back next week. Okay, my friend, if you love the Women of Wellness podcast, did you know that one of the biggest ways you can say thank you is by hitting that subscribe button and leaving a review? This helps the women that need this message have more of a chance of seeing it. And if these messages speak to you, why not share the love? I genuinely care what you think of this podcast. If this particular episode resonated with you, just copy the link and send it to a friend or share it on social media. Make sure to tag me at a woman of wellness and I will be sure to send my love right back. And while you're at it, just come hang out with me on Instagram. I share lots more support over there as well. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here. I absolutely mean it.